You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, content marketing services that drive positive results. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry. So the ability of mobile devices to track and report our location and the ability of an app to do the same, if the customer, of course, gives permission first, is at the heart of location marketing. And it's a mega trend this year. We're seeing that. We saw that at CES and we saw it at NRF. And marketers, of course, have been very excited about the many ways they can link advertising with location. But, of course, now location is rising up to take a center place in contextual marketing. So that's ambitious approaches that seek to deliver consumers the right content or marketing at the right time, right? At the right, in the right context. So in other words, aligned with their location and layered with other data about past purchases or other data signals. Yeah, exactly. So location marketing, proximity marketing, geofencing, geoconquesting, data-driven geolocation notifications. It's a lot to get your head around, uh, but to help us understand where accurate location data fits into your marketing strategy is our guest today. 
uh, Lauren Hilberg, President and General Manager of ThinkNear, a leading provider of location-based platform services with a strong emphasis on delivering highly targeted mobile advertising. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you very much. Really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, definitely. Now, Peggy rattled off a list of terms that we're hearing in the industry. Uh, I, you know, brought up a couple. We even had a couple shows at the end of 2014 talking about them. Now, are all of those keywords referring to more or less the same thing, or are we talking about, uh, you know, different things when we're talking about location marketing? No, you have uh, you've got quite the set of uh, terms that you threw out there, and actually, each <laughs> one of them. Uh, pretty much has a different meaning and a different impact uh, uh, in terms of what people should be thinking about when they think about uh, mobile, their mobile campaigns, and in particular how they should target those mobile blank campaigns around location. And so you kind of have uh, quite the range there in terms of what you identified uh, of different elements of delivering great mobile experiences to consumers. Right. Cause, I mean, initially it started off with okay, I'm just going to check into Foursquare. Uh, now it's receiving offers linked to your actual location. Yeah, and I think the thing that's probably the most interesting to me is uh, I've been following this space for uh, probably about two and a half years now in a very serious way in connection with the ThinkNear uh, activities that, that Telenav has engaged in where I started and now moving into tel- uh, ThinkNear directly as the president and GM, I've been become that much more engaged. But if you go back a couple of years, only thing people were thinking about when they thought about location was a geofence. How could I uh, take uh, essentially people that were near a brick-and-mortar location and drive them into the store, whether that was just merely making them aware of it in a nearby area or with coupons or things like that. And that has really mushroomed into a whole number of different segments where location is still a very critical piece of all of the elements, but it's not just about a geofence. Today it's about a geofence, uh, and as Peggy noted, layering different types of data inside of that geofence to make sure that you're targeting customers who have a unique desire for the uh, brand or uh, product that you're trying to, to get in front of that consumer. Mm. I mean, I want to talk about retail. I want to skip around here a bit. You mentioned retail first. So, um, you know, I'm thinking about a lot of research out there, including one that says that 72% of consumers say they will respond to calls to action marketing messages they receive within sight of the retailer. But only 23% of retail marketers say they're actually using some type of geotargeted data in their mobile marketing in the first place. So it seems to me that there's, you know, a huge opportunity in retail, but in a sense also largely untapped. So how's that come about? Because, you know, retail is a perfect fit to start as a vertical for location-based marketing. Well, I think a lot of that gap is really purely a gap that relates to where people are putting their money overall as compared to driving a lot of their uh, budgets into the mobile space. We still see a significant gap in the sort of time-on-screen data that people use in terms of in front of a TV, in front of uh, magazines, or in front of your mobile device. And uh, I think a lot of the gap there really relates specifically to the fact that people still haven't moved nearly as much of their their budget into the mobile space as uh, the, the amount of time people are spending there would justify. And I think that's a transition that's happening. And quite frankly, it's, it's starting to look more like a tidal wave in terms of that movement. And I think uh, we'll all be uh, sort of scrambling in order to deliver really solid campaigns for people as they bring some of that significant uh, amount of advertising 
uh, into these new mobile opportunities. But you're spot on, Peggy, in the sense that retail is a very well understood opportunity now. There's a lot of data out there that that explains why uh, these geofence campaigns, especially if you include some different types of uh, data segments on top of that that relate to the consumer that you're trying to hit can be remarkably effective at driving people into the store. And, you know, that store visit is everything that it's all about if you're in the retail space. And so I think that's, you know, those, those people certainly are among the first to wake up to it, but there's still a lot more to be done there. And I think, you know, it's really interesting how big that opportunity can be, especially if you're on my side of the equation where you're delivering that technology solution to clients. And so, you know, we view that as very important. But it's not just about retail. There's definitely the opportunity to think about uh, brands and uh, conquesting around brands, even without necessarily being uh, uh, focused on delivering somebody an advertising camp, uh, opportunity that drives them into a particular location immediately. There's still those other touch points mm-hmm. where an individual's location and where they've been tell you more about that individual than you could possibly aggregate from pure demographic data or ethnic data or some of the other elements that people use historically. Or, or even well, search data. Search data is another powerful indicator for people, and, and obviously those things are very important. At ThinkNear, we have a product uh, that's available to us to advertise and sell search revenue. That product is a mobile navigation product of our parent company, Telenav, and the product is called Scout. And one of the things we do in the ThinkNear business is we use the data that we can get out of people's search activities to give us better understanding of, uh, for instance, the range of distance someone's willing to drive to get to a coffee shop. It's very different in Seattle than it is in San Francisco than it is in Houston. And that type of data is really... Uh, very interesting to our clients, obviously, but it's also very operational in terms of helping to drive a better outcome of the campaigns. I mean, before we get to talking about brands, because I can imagine Shahab heard the word, he wants to get into some case studies, <laughs> right? But I want to be clear about location here, because you know, what are we really talking about? Do people really want to have um, location uh, targeted messages and marketing within, you know, at the shelf level, a few feet from maybe where they're located, or does it need to be broader? I mean, what kinds of location are we talking about here? Well, I think from ThinkNear's perspective and what the marketplace looks at today, and I really want to create a distinction here because I think it's important because the technology is moving so fast that you say something today and six months later, it might seem a little out of date. Today, I think for the most part, you can see very effective campaigns that are driven at sort of the retail location level. And the next phase of this will be the question about what does it mean to a consumer and do they actually want people to be driving uh, information and, and media opportunities to them at sort of the four-foot or two-foot level. And that, mm-hmm. I think, sort of requires a next level of technology. So you start to talk about beaconing and things like that in terms of being able to really deliver a meaningful solution in that context, uh, at least at the present time. And I think, you know, but I, I think it's really clear that consumers have demonstrated their uh, real willingness to respond to these advertisements, and I think it's because they're very effective for the consumer. Consumers appreciate some of this re- locational relevant uh, uh, 
media coming to them because it gives them what they want. They find out that the Starbucks is right nearby, even if they don't directly see it. You know, those types of things are things that can be very powerful for consumers in terms of what they're trying to accomplish. So I think we have enough user data to suggest that for the most part, consumers are willing to take in this information and take advantage of it. There are definitely consumers that do not want advertising. And so you know, if you're a Spotify subscriber, you can pay or you can get ads. And I think you'll see that distinction uh, continue forever, quite frankly, in terms of consumer behavior. That's great. Now, we do have to take a quick break, uh, but listeners, don't go anywhere. We will be picking Lauren's uh, brain a little bit more. Uh, and uh, Peggy, you know me too well. I do want to get into those case studies. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari from Skywire. And, of course, we're back with our guest, who is Lauren Hilberg. He's the president and general manager of ThinkNear. And right before the break, as you said, Shahab, you can't wait. We're going to get into some of those studies. But why don't you uh, ask the question you've been waiting for? Well, you know, earlier you, you were talking about layers and, and not just, you know, doing a stale campaign. How are your customers layering uh, their campaigns based on the data? So it's very interesting. Our customers and clients are, and, and, and this is both the brand, inside the brand, as well as the agency level, they're all looking at different ways to better identify an audience segment that they've decided to target. And so when the brand decides that they want to catch uh, you know, 18 to 34-year-old males, 
that are interested in, you know, some specific hiking, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. They're looking at what can we do from a targeting perspective that will get the media that they want to get to those people directly to them. On top of that, they recognize that location can also play an element of that. So uh, pick a brand that might be interested in that, let's say North Face. North Face has a lot of stores, and so they're going to think about that from a pure store locational perspective and delivering that. But if you do it just from a store locational perspective, you'll get lots of people. You won't just get males between 18 and 34. So the next level effort there is taking the brand data, taking third-party data, or in the case of Thinknear, using some of our own first-party data, and really stratifying the uh, users that are the right ones to be targeted with the campaign. And mm-hmm. you'll never get a 100% sort of perfect match there. The the information available through sort of device IDs and things like that don't allow you to really identify a person at a pure individual level. But you can do a pretty good job of creating a pool of possible targets for that and then use those targets as the ones that you put your campaigns to. And we've seen with certain of the campaigns that we've run that that kind of targeting can be very successful. And so the data we're talking about could be uh, first-party data from Thinknear in our case or any other vendor. We're we're not unique in having some of our own data. There's a lot of third-party data out there that can be very valuable, whether it's uh, generic census-type data or Esri, the map company that has a lot of different data segments available, or companies like DataLogic, who's been in the news lately because they were acquired by Oracle. All of these different Mm -hmm. uh, data sources can potentially be layered into a campaign's targeting to make the, the campaign more successful. And perhaps the most powerful data, and the one that we haven't been able to use as much, just purely from the sort of technology limitations today, is the actual client's data. You know, big brands have a lot of information about who their clients are, and that data is data that can really be effective in terms of helping do an even better job of targeting a campaign. So there's lots of pieces to this, and unfortunately, it makes it very complex. It's not easy to describe to people what we're doing uh, when we're trying to give them a better outcome for their campaign necessarily, but it really is a very powerful set of solutions that you can give to clients to really get to the target audience they want. Yeah, and we, we really do want to get to the data. Uh, Peggy really loves that. Um, but first, uh, you know, could you give us you know, maybe one specific case study, one client, and, and uh, you know, what kinds of differences they saw after working with you guys? Um, I think uh, I think we actually I think the best case study that I can point you out to is one that we did with the Ansible agency and Jeep, and this was actually a blind study that we did where we uh, looked at the uh, a demographic target that they had in terms of Jeep buyers, and then we also layered in location as a key element. And so what we did is one side of the study where location wasn't being scored and the other side of the study where location was being scored and obviously as we score location you know this is a think near uh, solution of course but as we score location we obviously do a much better job of delivering the campaign into the area that we want to deliver and the outcome of that very positive outcome saw you know 35 40% increases in terms of response rates for those people for the for the campaign that was scored on the on the location and that's the kind of thing that you know advertisers obviously want to see they want to see their campaigns be very successful in that context and right. you know so that's one example of the kind of campaign that we've run where location in particular gave you a very different outcome because of the way 
uh, you applied the campaign. But, you know, we've run a variety of different campaigns for different people and seen, you know, different elements be successful. And, you know, let's be honest, though, as well. There's some campaigns we've run, and we really haven't seen the kind of uplift that you would have might have intuitively thought at the beginning. And, you know, that's another thing that we're learning over time, what really works and, you know, what other things do you need to do potentially for engagement or what have you in terms of getting results. Speaking of what we need to learn and, and know, you know, let's take a look at the basis of all of this, which is the data. And I've been hearing, I mean, the whole industry has been hearing a lot about the integrity of the data and that some players in the ecosystem, not surprising and probably not on purpose, I want to be clear on that, you know, app developers, etc., cetera, uh, because location data is so key, they're actually fudging their data to get a little bit more money for their inventory or they're just making mistakes along the way. Who knows? But anyway, you at ThinkNear, you have these must-read reports that say, for example, your last report, 67% of location data passed on to ad exchanges and marketers is inaccurate. So what's going on here? What's what's at issue and, and what can be done? Yeah, so this is really the problem that ThinkNear set out to solve initially as a uh, ad network in terms of we had the, the belief that location was a very important element of what you needed to deliver in terms of really getting to your client at the moment that they were going to be most impacted by your advertising. And so there's a lot of different elements to location that are, quite frankly, sort of boring technical details, um, but they're really the building blocks for having a successful capability to understand really where somebody is. And, you know, there's different places where you pick up location. Obviously, the most precise is a GPS location, but then you have uh, locations that come in through Wi-Fi uh, triangulation. You have some other locations that come in through uh, people do things like uh, use telephones, uh, uh, area codes as a way to locate people in uh, DMAs in the U.S. and things like that. So there's different places where developers can try to pull location from. And what I would say, Peggy, is that most of what we've seen historically and what we're continuing to see are developers who just don't really understand what's available to them inside the device as they build their applications. They're just not really locationally aware when they build their app. They're a developer who's trying to deliver a service to people. Location has special expertise involved in it, and they're not really conscious of what they need to do there. We have seen that improving, and you know we've seen it improving over the last couple of years from what we do. But in, in addition to that, um, you know, as you mentioned, our location score, we've started to look at the industry as a whole and see what's happening there. I think most of these people are working from a premise not so much of you know, engaging in a behavior that's not appropriate. I think they're just get, engaging from the perspective of more ignorance. And the element to that that, that you've got to be conscious of, however, is people are becoming much more aware of the fact that as they put ad inventory out to the advertising exchanges in particular, they know that if there's a latitude and longitude uh, location attached to that, that ad inventory, it's potentially worth more money. And so they really need to be sensitive to that. And I think you know, we're trying to educate the industry by using location score. We're trying to educate our clients with that. But we're also really trying to educate developers on the need to be more precise and do a better job with that. And I think developers are also learning the value of it on their own. And you know, hopefully we'll see that improve uh, over time. I mean, you talk about educating the industry, and certainly that's what your reports are doing. I mean, um, you know, they're great. I was reading them. There's another one coming out soon. But uh, 
what else is happening here, I think what I'm hearing is that just take it as a given. You're going to need to verify the data, no matter how it got that way, whether it was someone's intention or just a mistake or just the complexity out there. We're just going to have to say as marketers, um, we have to verify the data that's coming in. Yeah, and, and actually, there's a there's a very good white paper that the Internet Advertising Board put out about uh, six months ago, in which they sort of did a very straightforward twelve things to ask your provider about location. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that the questions that they identified are pretty much the right set of questions. You know, we might quibble about here and there about whether they got into enough detail on one or another. But I think if you are a, a client and you're looking to run a mobile campaign, and you want to make sure that you're going to get the right targeted locations that you're trying to hit, those are great questions to be asking your vendor and find out what it is that they're doing in that context. And ask them the questions and make sure they give you a detailed answer. So if you ask your vendor, what kinds of points of interest data do you use in order to make sure that when I tell you to deliver you know, uh, your, my, your adverti- my advertising to my seven locations in the Los Angeles basin that you actually have identified the right location with your points of interest data, right? So those are the kinds of things that if you start with the wrong locations, all your ads are going to be going to the wrong place. And it's that, you know, it's that level of granularity that matters. But ultimately, um, you know, the, the big challenge that ThinkNear solved was being able to take the, the data from the exchanges and do a significantly better job of identifying what's real location versus what's not good location. And in doing that, you know, we feel like we've given great value to our clients in that context. Uh, and I think you know, other people are doing this. We're not alone. And I think the industry will move to a place where that by itself won't be a differentiator in terms of the marketplace. But in the short term, I think if you're running a campaign, you really want to be asking those questions and getting good answers back before you put your money to work. Well, that's a great place to break right now, Lauren, because uh, there are lots of questions to ask, and we'll be asking lots more of them right after this final break. Be right there. Stay there. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz of Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Skywire. And of course, our guest, Lauren Hilberg from Think Near. More questions for you, Shahab. I'm sure you've got plenty of them. I do. You know, and and I know we usually like to do a, um, you know, um, the top kind of tips, like a top tips. But the one thing that I do want to ask you is, you know, with all of this location-based uh, marketing uh, and the, you know the multi layers, should marketers and brands be concerned? Uh, you know, how much could they be overpaying for the wrong kinds of services right now? I think some brands probably are overpaying right now. I, I know that sounds sad, but it's, uh, I think, a fact of life that there are some vendors out there selling them a solution, which is you know heavy with data. Uh, most data costs money. It comes from third parties. Or uh, as a company that has data, uh, you want to get some value for delivering that with your client. And so I think there are some campaigns that are going to be too heavy. And actually, one of the tips that I would offer is, be very careful about the data that you're using and be careful that you don't overuse data. Uh, one of the things that we've seen is that marketers often want to say, this is my target and this is what I'm aiming at. And in doing so, they start to create you know, really narrow audience opportunities. And when you do that, you end up with very you know, campaigns where you're sort of trying to target the five guys in, uh, you know, in, a, in a location and there's only five of them, right? And so you know, most advertising campaigns have a broader reach component to it, and that's a part of what they're trying to do. And so I think the thing I would say is be thoughtful about data. I think data can be a very important part of a campaign, but you have to be careful that you don't overdo it and try to sort of narrow your segment down into something so small that you really aren't actually advertising to people in a meaningful way. So that's that's one thing that I would look at. And, and that's great. That That's uh, top tip number one, be mindful of the data. Give us another one. What's what's something else that you you know generally say to new clients at Thinknear? Uh, so fortunately at Thinknear, the clients that are coming to us are all uh, already focused on mobile in some way. But luckily, uh, clients really need to be thinking that if they're running any sort of advertising today, if they're not using mobile as part of that, they're really missing out on. What, where it is that people are spending most of their time today. I mean, for the first time ever, this is a stat I heard yesterday at the Mobile Media Summit, uh, the first time ever uh, people have, uh, mobile phones have overcome the tel- television in terms of the time that people spend looking at devices. And so uh, I remember in my younger days, televisions were the thing, and everyone was you know, mm-hmm. reported to have spent four or five or six hours a day in front of their television, right? And now the reality is that people aren't spending that time in front of the television. They're spending that time with their phones. And I think that if you're a marketer today and mobile isn't a key component of what you're delivering, then you're probably not, you know, you, you may have individual campaigns that don't go there. That's perfectly mm-hmm. understandable. 
but it really is an important part of what you need to do. And I think that if you're doing mobile, you should be thinking about location because it's a great way to sort of target the clients that you're really looking for. Which is ultimately key. You know, gone are the days where it's a broad reach or, you know, three channels on the TV. Uh, now you really have to be uh, relevant. So, again, uh, Lauren, I do want to thank you for being on our show. Now, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They should. Uh, they can send me an email directly, quite frankly, at lauren at thinknear.com or uh, our website, thinknear.com, has some great information and, uh, available to them, and they can put their contact information in there, be signed up for our newsletters. The location score index, the third location score index, is coming out in, a, in less than a week, I believe, and uh, that will be some very interesting information, so they could sign up for that. So, you know, a lot of different ways to get in touch. Perfect. Perfect. And Peggy, what about you? I'm over at uh, mobilegroove.com. You can uh, email me at peggy at mobilegroove.com or uh, check out my regular columns over at Forbes. And you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari, Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Don't forget to check out Skywire and the portfolio we've got over there. Uh, thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app and the iTunes in the iTunes App Store or Google Play Store. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.